I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Good morning and welcome to the DK Pittsburgh Sports uh, Steelers Daily Shot. I'm Dale Lally, uh, once again sitting in for Dayon Kavakovic. Our condolences go out to him for the loss of his mother uh, the other night. Um, Dayon's still taking some time to uh, to process all of that. And in the meantime, uh, we're bringing you all the, uh, all the news, notes, whatever you want here at DK Pittsburgh Sports. Of course, you can subscribe to our podcasts here, uh, anywhere where you uh, subscribe to podcasts, Apple, Spotify, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but uh, today I wanted to talk to you a couple of the question, biggest questions that I always get asked um, when it comes to covering the Steelers. And this, uh, I just finished my 28th year of covering the team, uh, been around it for quite a while and seeing a lot of guys come, a lot of guys go. Uh, we're getting ready to get into free agency. That will start March uh, 17th will be the start of the new league year. And uh, that will start free agency. And some c- questions that are often asked out there. Um, first of all, I, I wanted to address, you, you're seeing some things come out right now. Um, so even before the Super Bowl ended, uh, or was over over the weekend, Um such and such team. This team is is interested in that guy, or th- this guy. Uh, this t- this team is interested in this other guy. The players that they're talking about, for example, there was a report that the Raiders are interested in Juju Smith Schuster, and we've seen the Jets are interested in Juju Smith Schuster. That's not coming from those teams. That's coming from nobody else but Juju Smith Schuster's agent trying to drum up. Uh, a market for his for his uh, uh, client in this situation, and so that's how those kind of things happen. Because if the Raiders or Jets actually came out and said, "Hey, uh, you know," or, or started tell, talking to people even privately, "Hey, we're interested in signing Juju uh, Juju Smith Schuster," that's tampering. He's under contract with another team. You can't do that in the NFL. You can't even joke about it. Uh, John Gruden got in trouble for that a couple a couple of years ago for joking about, hey, we'd like to sign this guy, uh, you know, on a on an off season radio show. Can't do it. You just can't do it, and, and you can end up losing draft picks over stuff like that. So uh, that that's something that that is a no no. That's all coming from the agent. Same thing with the rumor that the Steelers. Uh, and I'm sure everybody saw this and, and are probably wondering, hey, Dale, why didn't you report this? The, the Steeler, or the Steelers are interested in signing Aaron Jones, the, the Packers running back, and they were one of three or four teams listed there. Uh, n- no, they're not, first of all. They, they're not going to say anything of the sort. That's coming straight from the agent talking to a national reporter, which is how all that stuff works. Um, first of all, what money would the Steelers use to sign Aaron Jones, who's, who's looking at something, uh, you're probably looking at a, a four-year deal worth $50 million to sign Aaron Jones. 
that's not happening, folks. It's just not happening. Um, so it leads me to one of the next questions that I always get is, hey, Dale, why do, why do the national reporters break some, so many of these stories of that sort, like the, this guy's hurt or that guy's hurt? Again, it's the agents. Um, you know, the agents, it used to be uh, back when I first started covering the team. This is pre-internet days, mind you. I know that's ancient history for a lot of people, but it's not so much for me. I mean, it's still quite, you know, <laughs> still in my in my wheelhouse. Uh, but people would uh, you would you would call the agent up, and you know, if something were happening, uh, for example, when I remember when Santonio Holmes uh, signed his rookie deal, I was calling his agent every day, and so you know, you get that 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 rapport, uh, and you know. He's, if you get lucky, hey, hey, yeah, we just uh, we just signed him, or we're close to signing him, whatever it may be. Well, since the internet and and Twitter and social media and all these things happened, um, now they just talk to one guy, and every agent has quote unquote their guy that they leak the stuff to. Sometimes it's somebody with the NFL Network, sometimes it's somebody at ESPN, whoever it may be. They pick that one guy that they have a good relationship with, and they'll sh- hey they sign somebody. Or somebody signs, they shoot that guy a text and say, hey, my client just signed. Then they don't answer their phone the rest of the day. They got it to one guy. That guy puts it on social media. Everybody has the same information because they just have to follow suit on that. That's how that works now. Uh, in the case of uh, injuries and things like that, um, you know, the, the, the guy, let's say, for example, Ben Roethlisberger gets injured in a game. Well, uh, you know, his agent, uh, somebody would reach out to, uh, from probably from the NFL network would reach out to his agent, Ryan Tolner, and uh, would then, uh, you know, say, hey, what's uh, what's up with Ben? And of course, Ben's going to be talking to his agent uh, and telling him, you know, what's the what's the prognosis? And then the agent leaks that information out to the media or to that specific reporter. That's how that stuff gets leaked out to the media. That's why the national guys have those kind of things first, because. That's the way the, the agents are working here. And sometimes you see, as I, as I mentioned previously, uh, the agents will use the media, the national media, as a way to, to create. It works both ways there. They'll, they'll use them as a way to create some buzz about their player. Um, you know, I'm, I'm more than certain that none of the teams that were listed on the quote-unquote interested in Aaron Jones uh, these five teams or four teams or whatever it was are interested in Aaron Jones. None of those teams actually have talked to Aaron Jones agent yet, but Aaron Jones's agent is, is trying to drum up the support there. So he looks at the, okay, what teams need a running back next year? Okay. Well, I'm just going to say these, these four or five teams are all interested in my client and somebody writes it. And then, uh, you know, this, all the Steeler fan sites all go nuts. So all the Steelers are interested in Aaron Jones. No, they're not. Tap your brakes. It's not happening yet. Uh, so it's just that's just the way that works. And and so you know it's 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 a messy sometimes, um, you know, back and forth process. And I'm sure there are times when the reporters realize that hey, I'm getting used a little bit on this. But at the same time, they also realize that hey, yeah, this is part of the process here. This is part of the the, the price you pay to uh, to get that information from those agents when uh, when you want to get it. So. Um, that's all part of the part of the job in that respect. Um, we're going to take a break. I'll be right back with more right after this.
I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This segment is brought to you by the personal injury law firm, Luxembourg, Garbett, Kelly, and George, LGKG. They represent people who are hurt in car accidents, who need help with uh, workers' comp, or who need help in medical malpractice claims. The attorneys at LK, LGKG have been keeping their promises in our area for over 80 years. Visit their website at lgkg.com or call 724-221-8377. Uh, yeah, I talked a little bit in the previous segment, and welcome back. I'm Dale Lally here sitting in for D, uh, Day, uh, Dayan Uh I talked a little bit of, in the previous segment about the, uh, the situation. I, I mentioned Ryan Tallner. And, of course, Ryan Tallner, Ben Roethlisberger's agent, uh, is sitting down. Uh, is, well, I'm not sitting down because I'm sure it's, it's being done via Zoom meeting or calls. Uh, but they're talking this week regarding – uh, what's going to happen with Ben Roethlisberger. And I wrote about this a couple of weeks ago, uh, what a potential contract would look like for Ben Roethlisberger moving forward. And you saw the Drew Brees deal that was worked out um, last week uh, where Brees isn't coming back to play. And he took an extension that, that essentially allowed the Saints to write off a bunch of his, his future cap money. That's what you're looking at the Steelers doing here this week as well. Now, the question is, I, I know Ben Roethlisberger said, I, I don't care about the salary. I don't care about this. I don't care about that. It's easy to say that. It's a little harder to do that. He's not going to play for free, and, and no, nor should he be expected to pay for play for free because he's putting his body on the line. The people who say, well, Ben's made so much money, he should he should do this or he should do that. Try telling it. I mean, you, you, you watch him run around on the field. You see, uh, you know, what his, his body looks like at this point in his career. That's what an 18 or 19 year career in the NFL will do to you. Um, you know, your, your knees are beaten up. Things are things are, are, are not the way that you, know, you don't feel the same way that you did when you were 24. Um, so I don't I never begrudge the players their money. So it's tough to say to Ben Roethlisberger, hey, play for free this year. That's not fair to him. Um, so that's going to be the big thing that the, that the, you know, Ben Roethlisberger and the Steelers talk about here uh, as they try to hash out some kind of deal. What works for them? What works for Ben? I, I expect this to get done. But, you know, anytime there's negotiations, I've seen a lot of people out there hedging on this. Well, it, this may not get done. Well, no kidding. I mean, it, it's a negotiation. There's always the chance that a negotiation doesn't doesn't work out that the way uh, the way both sides wanted it to work uh but at the same time you know you, 
if once if both sides have the same thing in mind, they they have the same common uh, thought on what they want to happen, then it typically happens. Um, now the Steelers have until May twentieth to to get something done with Ben. Actually, they'd like to do it before that. Obvious for obvious reasons, they have to be under the cap. They've got to be cap compliant by May uh, March seventeenth. So they need to get Ben's number down from that $41.25 million. Uh, They they can't have that on the books. So he's due a roster bonus of $15 million on the third day of the the new league year, which is March 20th. So obviously they've got to get something done between now and then. Um, And I I do believe that, you know, if if they turn that money into signing bonus um, and, you know, take his salary and and take it down to the, the league minimum, uh, which would be like $1.08 million for next year. And and maybe you give him that money as well, uh, that additional, because he's, he's scheduled to make $4 million next year in base salary. If you give him that $18 million up front um, and then you extend him for, for let's say, two more years, uh, that takes a, a big hit of, the, uh, of his salary cap off the books in 2021. Now, I've seen a lot of people complaining about, quote, unquote, kicking the can down the road. The Steelers have $180 million in cap space in 2022. I think they can afford to, to take a little bit of a hit uh, on ben, for Ben Roethlisberger's contract, as opposed to they, they can't take the 22. If he, if he doesn't play this year, it's $22.5 million on their salary cap. And, oh, by the way, they then have to go get a quarterback who – at least is the backup, a viable backup to, uh, to Mason Rudolph. And that costs money. Um, you know, so you have to get Ben's number down uh, at the same time. If you can do that and keep him on the roster, uh, that saves you having to go get a quarterback this year. And I don't think that this is the year to go get a quarterback. I wrote about this last weekend. If the Steelers are going to get a quarterback, they're going to make a move for a quarterback. Next year's the year to do that. I said this yesterday. Uh, because they'll have the additional comp picks and everything else with their with their draft, they've got holes to fill in this team, as we talked about yesterday on the on on the uh, with the when we talked a little bit about the draft. Uh, you know they have to get a center, they have to get an offensive tackle, uh, a running back is a need as well. Um, those are those are real needs. You're going to need to have perhaps have a new inside linebacker. Uh, you need to get faster at that position at inside linebacker next to Devin Bush. That's a need. Uh, you, you would you would like to get, uh, you know, a, another defensive lineman again, another need. These aren't these aren't things that are luxury picks. These are things that this team needs. And I think the thing that you need to, to really do when you go get a, a young quarterback or when you get a, a young first round quarterback, your, your quote unquote quarterback of the future, you have to build that guy a nest. You have to make things as easy as possible around him. That's what the Steelers had when they when they first got Ben Roethlisberger in 2004. They were able to to simplify things him for him because they had a good team around him. So if, if you have that good foundation around that young quarterback, it can work. If you don't, they, we've seen countless times over and over again what's happened with other teams around the league when it doesn't work. And there have been very talented quarterbacks who haven't made it because they've gotten beaten up playing uh, on bad teams. The Steelers don't want to do that. They won't do that. And they're not going to suddenly uh, blow things up and start to rebuild. That's not the way they do things. It's not the way they've ever done things. And it's not how they were ever, ever do things. So, uh, you know, the people who want to see that, sorry for your luck. You might want to go watch uh, the Detroit Lions or some team like that because it's not going to happen in Pittsburgh. That's going to do it for this segment. We appreciate you listening. 
I'm Dale Lolly. You've been listening to the DK Pittsburgh Sports uh, Daily Shot of the Steelers right here on DK Pittsburgh Sports. <laughs>